Hello, everybody, and thank you all so much for tuning in for another very special update episode of Crime Over Wine. You all know this drill. We are dropping into your feeds on a special day because we have an update for you on a case that we've already covered on this podcast. Um, This week, it happens to be a case that I first covered with my very good friend, Kelly Smith, who is back with me on the podcast this week. So hello, Kelly. How are you doing? Good. How are you, Liam? I'm so excited to be back. I am very excited to have you back, uh, mostly because we have so many updates on this case that we have covered. It was the Ellen Greenberg case, but all the way back in episode nine of this podcast, we're on episode 39 that we just dropped this week. And so it's been a long time since Kelly's been on the podcast. Um, But so we have a lot to tell you about. But first, let's get you all caught back up on the case of Ellen Greenberg. But again, if you have not listened to episode nine, stop what you're doing. Go and listen to that first, because you're going to be totally lost about everything we're about to say. Um, But Let's get you all caught up. Let's kind of set the scene here a little bit about what we're talking about, right? So the, so when we have ended episode nine of this podcast, um, we were talking about how um, Ellen Greenberg's parents were fighting the suicide ruling, right? Like they, they did not agree with that at all. And there was a lot of tossing around of the case. They um, appealed it um, to the Tennessee Attorney General's office, who punted it back to the Philadelphia District Attorney's office, who then uh, punted it over to the Chester County District Attorney's office in, in Pennsylvania um, because of conflict of interest that I'm still not totally clear about, Kelly, right? Like, we're still kind of fuzzy around that um, around that point. Um, but that's where we landed, right? The Chester County District Attorney was the last person investigating the actual, like, crux of this thing, and that's where we were, right? I'm glad you recapped that, because even for me, that was a little bit of a maze. Mm. And I read that article, um, you had sent me it, and what I didn't understand is it seemed like In the final opinion that they put out, they were agreeing that the circumstances did hint at homicide, and it seems like they were very on the fence and sympathetic for the parents. Right. So I don't understand why they can't even open up the discussion of maybe it was homicide or undetermined. Yeah. Well, so let's let's dive deeper into that too, right? So again, it was a two to one ruling. So one judge said that they that they think that it should be overturned and and ruled a homicide. Um, but they said that they that the 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 two judges said that the reason that they ruled against their parents um, was because they said the parents didn't have standing in the case, which basically means that they're not the proper p- person um, to be taking this this up to court. Um, that they that they shouldn't be taking this lawsuit. Um, and so the family actually said that they that they ended up expe- that they were expecting that to to a certain extent they expected that kind of legal argument to be to be made, um, but still wanted to go at it because again like what else do they have to lose at this point? Now I have a question: Who if the parents of the deceased are not? the appropriate party to be making this argument who is yeah that's a really good question because i i and i something i'm still trying to figure out i've never seen like a a specific explanation as to like why they don't have standing i have not seen that i've and candidly i did not read the judge's ruling and i'm sure it's laid out fairly comprehensively in 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 that but i have not read that um but uh, but i agree with you right like i think like like i would imagine because because if if it's if it's overturned and it's ruled a homicide like that opens up so many different avenues for the for the family right because if it's a suicide then the family can't collect life insurance if ellen didn't have life yep. insurance which i would imagine she probably didn't because she was pretty young um but it also it but it allows them to go after wrongful death lawsuits to collect um mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. you know, monetary damages that way. Um, and so I don't really understand like why, like why that would even like, like what, like again, kind of what you, what you said right, right then Kelly, like if they don't have standing, like who really does. And it just opens up, it opens up the door for the possibility of investigators to keep looking. Yeah. Like, it doesn't necessarily mean it 100% like someone needs to be charged. It just means that you can investigate further to find yeah. out. Well, and I'll say what I'll say about that, because I agree with you. Obviously, I agree with you there uh, 100%. But I think in terms of the legal process, and again, I don't know if this whole thing makes me like trust legal process more or distrust the legal process more. I'm still kind of torn mm-hmm. on this. Um, but I think from that perspective, right, like like in that case, like the investigator or some sort of investigative agency would probably be the right person to take this up um because because the family like like can't like benefit from just an investigation going forward right because at the end of the day like hypothetically speaking they could end up in the same exact place that they are right now and so therefore that doesn't really move the needle all that much um from that perspective right if it's if it's just a matter of like let's like move things forward more um but if it's a matter of like let like let's try to collect monetary damages different ball game right so like so that's mm-hmm. that's a totally different avenue um and i'm sure they made both arguments there um but i mean old i guess ultimately they they you know that wasn't the case so i kind of understand ish the legal ish argument um and, and again like the judges surely know more about the law than i do um but they but they but i still I don't know. I still don't really. I again, kind of what you're saying. Like if, like, like they are the people who, like, like Ellen did not have kids, right? So like, it's not like any yep. any money from her estate or anything would go to her. Um, it mm-hmm. would go to them. It would go straight to the parents. And so I like, like you said, I don't really understand if they aren't this the person who should be the people who should be bringing this case like who really is at the the end of the day and like what what exactly are we saying that that should be beneficial that who who should be the beneficiary of this whole thing at the end of the day i couldn't agree more yeah yeah well so but i will say though because you you hinted at this before kelly right because um because i will say the 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 big thing right out of all this um is that they is that the judges in the in this whole thing like even though they said that the family didn't have standing they still cast like a shit ton and excuse my french but a shit ton of of doubt over this whole thing they over like, the they, entire investigation they laid into these into this investigation yep. like and 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 again i don't know if this makes me like trust legal system more or less but like they said you know at the end of the day like the law wasn't on the parents side but the investigation was fucked so that's where my argument stands where if the investigation you don't think was Mm -hmm. as thorough as it could have been why not i'm not saying even homicide like undecided why does it have to be suicide when the facts of the case stabbing yourself in the back of the neck in the like that doesn't make sense as suicide yeah and interestingly because i was literally just um watching a news story about 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 this case about this exact ruling and the and they um i think it was cbs philadelphia who interviewed the lawyer and they even said and i and i hadn't heard this before so this might be new information for 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 crime over wine listeners and maybe even for you kelly but um they were talking the lawyer was talking about how um the there was one stab wound to the back of the neck um and i think we talked about this a little bit but not in this much detail that but the there was one stab wound to the back of the head that didn't have any blood on it that that didn't produce any blood and so um and and so there was that wound but then the the knife was ultimately found in her chest 
And so basically the whole the whole idea here, right, is that like that wound to the back of the head was clearly done postmortem. So that, so because Ellen it didn't bleed because it didn't bleed. And so obviously she couldn't have inflicted it on herself. And then like it was found in her chest. So that's two wounds at yep. least that was that were inflicted postmortem. And like, so like obviously, again, you're dead. Like you can't do that to yourself. So, absolutely yeah but so the the judges though you know again so like kind of we've been picking this thing apart for almost a year now kelly um but the judges are right there with us they so they called the investigation deeply flawed um mm-hmm. which it was i mean we agree point blank period <laughs> um and we're gonna get into how flawed it was um but i want you to read um part of what the judges said about this kelly okay so it says the facts surrounding this matter are extremely disturbing and the parents' tireless efforts over the past 12 years to learn exactly what happened to their daughter on the evening of January 26, 2011 warrant our sincere sympathy. I mean, so I, I think that like, says just about everything you need to know, right? I mean, it's it's simply like the law is not on your side, unfortunately, but we are, like we agree with we like, your sympathize. frustration. Yeah, like we like we get what you're saying. Like we 100% but get what you're saying. But you are the law. law. Well, but again, like they can't like, I don't know. And again, I don't understand the standing thing just as much as anybody else does. But like if there truly is like this really compelling legal argument that they're, that the family should not be the one bring this bring this lawsuit, mm-hmm. like they have to side with that. But again, so that's where it kind of like my my, my morals go back and forth, my legal morals morals here, because it's like, okay, like, I get that, like, at the end of the day, the law is the law, like, I totally get that, but at the end, but also there's, like, a thing called justice, and so, like, if there's clearly an injustice being played here, then, like, why not, like, like, I don't, like, like, you're pointing out that, like, justice has not been served properly here, and so it just, it, again, it, it, it goes back and forth of, like, okay, well, like, if yep. you're, if, like, if, if there's no justice, but, like, the law isn't like isn't on isn't on the side of justice then like what really is the law you know what i mean so it's like it's just it's just kind of like tears me both ways of like okay well at the end of the day like sure they 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 lean back on like what the law says but the what the law says like didn't back the justice side of this whole thing and so Mm -hmm. it's like where like where do you where do you end up landing Uh, and i also feel like as a judge i don't know you have to get into the place of power that you're in, you somewhat have to abide by laws and what's legally right. But at the same time, judges in higher pla- in higher places of power need to be the change because mm-hmm. they are the only people that can make the change. Yeah. So it, it, yeah, and like I said, I don't don't know what it's like to be in that position. I don't know what you have to do and what you have to follow to be in that position. And so it, it's hard to judge, but at the same yeah. time, it's like it's so crystal clear to me that this just justice wasn't right. served. It right. wasn't a suicide, and yeah. justice needs to be found. Well, and I guess like I land back on like the investigators at the end of the day. I mean, because because yep. they they're the ones who really failed Same. this whole thing. Um, because if if like these three judges can clearly see that this was so fucked up from the beginning, like surely a whole team of investigators and a whole police department should have seen that too. Um, so that's kind of where I get a little angrier. But um, there are a lot of details that we want to talk about here too, Kelly. So let's get there. Um, because so the 
part the, the parts that the that the judges ended up saying were deeply flawed um, had to do with a couple different things. Um, it had to do primarily one with with the knife, right? So the knife that was found in Ellen's chest, and this is via um, via the um, Greenberg family attorney. So take that with a grain of salt, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Um, but he says that the knife that was found in in Ellen's chest um, has never been fingerprinted. Um, and it would also, so basically if there weren't fingerprints on the knife, right? So according to him, it would mean that someone must have wiped off the fingerprints again after she had died, because again, she was already dead. Like when those, when those wounds, when some of those wounds were inflicted, um, and, um, and they also said, so, but, but to that point too, like if there are, if, if, if we simply, we simply don't know if there are, um, if there are or aren't fingerprints on this because it's never been tested it's according never to this been attorney. Tested. Um, but they also said that it, that, and this is according to, to analysts that, that news people talk, that reporters talk to, um, where they said that if, that it still actually could be tested today, um, if it was preserved properly, that if it was stored properly. And so that's kind of where we're at of just like they like the argument is clearly being made here that like the te- that the knife needs to be retested. Um, and it's hopefully you guys did your job right and and put it in the right spot. Well, I do have a few thoughts on this. Okay. So first of all, right off the bat, if they failed this bad at the investigation, I am hoping wishful thinking that they preserved it correctly but i don't have a lot of hope in them at this point but at first and through our last conversation i was going to defend them and uh the investigators and say something along the lines of you don't know what their situation was in the way you don't know if there was maybe the police were really short-staffed in that area at that time and maybe there were a lot of new investigators on the scene. Right. But after you're telling me that the knife, the weapon in this n- possible murder, possible suicide, if you're telling me that knife wasn't even tested for fingerprints, I I don't even know what to say. I have no- nothing to yeah. defend these investigators. Because even an amateur investigator, you would think that they would fingerprint test the yeah. weapon that was in question, the nep- the weapon that was found in the victim's chest, yeah. like, yeah, yeah. I mean, you would think so, right? But uh, I don't know. So yeah, and I and I really, I have no. I I mean, frankly, because uh, and and I would be interested because each each department right has different policies about like how long they'll keep evidence after a a, a case has been closed. Um, and so I'm sure it's not 12 years or whatever. I think. Um, but point being is, I'm sure I'm sure it wasn't. Um, it's not that short of period of time like i'm sure it's it's multiple multiple years before they have to before they end up destroying I evidence hope. i yeah i mean i would i it, it has to be it simply has to be i mean there there's just there's just no way especially the the amount of um you know publicity and, and attention this case has gotten i mean i can't imagine that they that they got rid of literally anything but my faith in them preserving it properly is pretty low and also i've listened to because you know i'm a true crime junkie mm-hmm. i love podcasts uh, the amount of podcasts I've heard where uh, uh, important evidence right. just like poofs into thin air, it goes missing, it gets mishandled. It it is likely given how badly they seem to have flopped this investigation right. thus far. I wouldn't be surprised if they throw that curveball yeah. at us. Yeah, no, big time. Um, well, there is another thing too um, that that tends to that I do have to tell you about that is 
um, fucking infuriating. Um, but so let's let's talk about that because if the knife wasn't infuriating enough, let's talk about this next piece. Um, so there's one more thing, and then I'm going to talk about the really infuriating part. Um, so there's apparently, and I don't really understand how this all fits in, but it was mentioned. But the lawyer said that 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 Ellen had been, and this, and the only reason I mentioned this because I didn't talk about this in the first episode. Um, that Ellen had apparently been clutching a, quote, pristine white towel in her left hand when, when they found her. Um, so basically, like, yep. implying that there wasn't any blood on it or anything. Yep. Um, which I don't really know what that says to me, I guess. Uh, again, but other, other than the fact that, like, that was never really mentioned before. I was going to say, I don't remember that being... In our previous conversation. No, that definitely was not mentioned before, but the only thing I can think Mm -hmm. of that that, like, supports anything is that, like, it probably does support to me a little bit that that you're, like, the homicide theory. Because if you're, if you stab yourself, right, at some point, like, and you grab a towel, you have a towel in your hand for whatever reason, I feel like the instinct would be to like to stop the bleeding uh, or or also the fact that like you stab yourself and you and if you have a, a towel in your hand and you're stabbing yourself multiple times at some point like blood just gets on the towel right and like that didn't really seem to be the what the way that this was described see in my head i'm like if i was if i was committing suicide in this way which i could never imagine because i don't think it's possible i can't imagine a scenario where i have a clean washcloth maybe if i'm like grabbing in the last i don't think that's i don't think that's possible but i also would say in a homicide if i was holding it and somebody came and snuck me from behind the blood splatter would get on it so my only thought is it had to come into her possession post-mortem but like what's the like what would the like even reason behind that what what is like what's the reason there was a explanation in the article that you're referring to. I believe something along the lines of a possibly um, they somebody walked into the apartment before the perpetrator um, like thought they would. So in a rush, they used that original. They used that cloth to wipe the fingerprints off. Then they put it in her hand or dropped it in, near her and ran. But even then, I just don't... That's such a stretch. Yeah, it is a stretch. Yeah, big stretch. Well, let's get to the fucking infuriating part, because I, I have a lot to say about this. Um, So let's talk about this. So um, basically, the other part of this whole investigation that the judges said was deeply flawed um, was that apparently... Again, this was new information to me. Apparently, um, there was evidence that the crime scene... And again, this is probably according to... This is most definitely according to the family attorney, um, that the crime scene appeared to have been cleared cleaned up before police arrived with a search warrant um and the medical examiner's determination um the, from when the medical examiner came in and examined the body and, and looked mm-hmm. at what happened here um came after the crime scene had apparently been cleaned up but before police arrived and so with uh, with with the search warrant so police arrived at first yep. like like first responders arrived at first um then medical examiner then police arrived to 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 close it down and turn it into a crime scene Mm-hmm. So I don't um, really know what to make of any of that. I mean, again, like what, like who cleaned the crime scene? Like why was it cleaned? Like what's what's the context here? And also, why hasn't that really been thoroughly examined? Who would have the time, the motive, or to clean up the apartment? It just... well, you know who definitely didn't clean up the crime scene? 
Ellen because she was dead. And so I don't like, you know, so she was dead. Yeah. So like, why else would you clean up the crime scene unless you murdered her? And can we not forget that she was in the middle of making a fruit salad? Right, right, right. Yeah. So yeah, that's the other thing too. So there was like, there was like the argument of like, like why, like who is in the middle of making a salad? Like who, who fills up their gas tank before coming home? Um, and then, like, is in the middle of making a fruit salad and just decides to start stabbing themselves. Like, that's that's the other argument here. And they uh, cited her mental health struggles, and I put that in quotes because it was anxiety, depression, which I feel like a lot of people, mm-hmm. everyone has anxiety, especially in their 20s or 30s when they're still figuring out life. Depression, it can come in waves, like... That is not necessarily someone who, like, you can't necessarily say, oh, they had anxiety and depression. Like, they killed themselves by stabbing themselves 30 times. I think what you're referring to is, like, a lot, like, the argument that, like, she killed herself came from, like, the possibility that her medication may have, like, like, exacerbated those things. Mm -hmm. That, like, that she wasn't on the right medication. She wasn't on the right doses. um, Which makes a solid amount of sense. Like, that, I mean, that is a logical, like, that happens. It can unbalance you, yeah. It can definitely put you in balance. Um, but, But there have been so many people who... Who said that the medications that she was on, like what, like would not have caused this? That this is that professionals, this, yeah, professionals. professionals in that field, right? Like they're like that. This is that, that's not what happened here necessarily. Um, and like it's it's, it's like, kind of so, like a scapegoat. Yeah, like it, it. They defeated it over and over and over again. Like it just it just isn't. It's mm-hmm. not. It's not. That's not. That's not the situation we're talking about here. And these are not the the kind of you know like psychotic medications that you're that we're talking about. Yeah. So, which and again, it makes sense, but it's just a weird like like scapegoat, like you said. But um, but so there's other pieces too of all this, right? Like there's so there's um apparently I read that the that apparently um cleaning services that were used for the apartment because again we we're talking about the situation where like they like police had closed the crime scene, um or or you know le- left cleared it and stuff, but like um but the and then cl- the um they had cleaning services come in to like wash everything down right like that happens um but apparently the 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 cleaning service pe- the people who clean the apartment were never interviewed by police to get um information um from them because again like this was looked at from right from the jump as a suicide i yep. mean that, that's that's where we're at and so it makes a certain amount of sense but like again like knowing what we know about how many times she like how she was how she died like it just it just seems odd that like you don't think let me just make sure that everything's you know legit here but whatever um and then also there's apparently there's um this other situation um where the where an officer who was first at scene had apparently taken video of the crime scene um but it is it is vanished it's not it, it the, nobody knows where it is nobody knows what happened to it did i foreshadow this we're talking earlier about how Evidence, I feel like, is just oh, yeah. going to poop right. into thin air. Right. What do you mean it just disappeared? What was the surrounding? Well, I well, so the words that that were used was apparently that it was not that has not been accounted for. So I, sh- I guess I shouldn't say poof disappeared. So like I guess there were reports that they that you know somebody had taken video, like check the box kind of thing, like video mm-hmm. video made, but nobody but nobody knows where that video is. That there that there's never like that piece of evidence was not doesn't match up with the evidence that was logged. If that makes sense, like that's kind of where we're at. 
So yeah, I mean, again, so so going back all the way up to the beginning of like the judges, right? Like they like deeply flawed doesn't even begin to describe it. I mean, in my opinion. Um. So like again, so knowing all that, right? It's like it's like where does your 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 opinion on the legal justice or the on the legal system stand, right? Where it's like mm-hmm. you know all this shit, but yet like a judge still can't based on the law like overturn this even though they say that this was fucked this was fucked this was fucked this doesn't make any sense this was done wrong so it just it just i don't know man you're admitting you're admitting that justice wasn't served so why shut the book at suicide yeah why not open up the possibility i just yeah am i missing something maybe i'm just uneducated in this realm like yeah i i just don't i don't get it yeah me neither. And, you know, uh, um, Ellen's parents doesn't don't get it either. Um, and they are certainly not giving up here, right? I mean, this is not the last step. They are, they're appealing this all the way to, up to the state Supreme Court. Um, it, it's not clear if the state Supreme Court will hear the case. Um, state Supreme Court's, Supreme Court justices tend to like these kind of salacious situations um, that get a lot of mm-hmm. pressure or uh, media attention and stuff. So I have a feeling they probably will hear the case, but it's ultimately up to them. Um, yep. So that's where we're at. Kelly, I mean that's 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 the situation where where we're in right now. I mean we are, you know, we're we have a quote unquote deeply flawed investigation that was a suicide, um, yeah, on paper, um, and that's where we are. So I just can't imagine how her parents and her loved ones feel, and to not not have an answer legally or just in general. I just well. Um, we will say this again because we have still not gotten justice for Ellen Greenberg. Um, so I'll just say this again, that if you know anything about the death of Ellen Greenberg, call the Chester County District Attorney's Office. And that number, we're also going to link this on our website and our show notes, but that number is 610-344-6801. And please, if you know anything, I mean, at this point, I mean, speak up now. I mean, because now, I mean, we we have to push this thing over the over the edge here. I mean, it's just, it's been too long where the wrong thing is, has been said about Allen. I will say at least the, t- the Chester County District Attorney's Office is like investigating it. It's an open investigation because for a long time it wasn't. Um, so mm-hmm. that's a positive thing, right? Even though it's still on paper a suicide, like people are still nice accepting evidence. Open. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's, we're in a better spot, I feel like, than we were you know, with, you know, when, when, you know, the, the, the investigation kind of wrapped up with, 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 um, with the Philadelphia police department. So I still, I, but I still don't feel like justice has been, is we're anywhere close to justice. It's, no, not no. at all. Someone needs to be held accountable at, or at the very least, the justice system needs to acknowledge and give her the, I don't like, they need to acknowledge something went wrong and, she was a victim. Well, at the very least, like there needs to be some ruling that that acknowledges fully that though that this investigation was wronged at the at yes, the very least. Yes, and they did know? her wrong. Yes, right, because uh, like they wrote it down, but they still ruled in a way that as though it doesn't even fucking matter what if you if whether uh, like what you mm-hmm. thought about the investigation. The police department needs to acknowledge right. accountability for their right. failure, and instead they seem to. 
expensive. Yeah. Well, and frankly, like, so, like who, whoever fucked up within the Philadelphia Police Department needs to face charges. Ne- needs to face some sort of consequences too, right? Because because Absolutely. you you can't just go around and and you know bosh these kind of investigations and still be able to investigate other crimes and not even admit right. fault. Well, and it's not even regardless of admitting fault one once one way or the other. You can't like 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 homicide investigations, death investigations are too sensitive for to have people mm-hmm. who have a track record of doing them wrong yeah like, like on your force you just can't i mean and and not even just wrong so wrong where you did yep. all these things where you you didn't fingerprint the murder weapon you, she had, had had stabbed herself allegedly 20 freaking times two of those stab wounds weren't even weren't uh, at least two stab wounds were inflicted on her when she was already dead like there's just so many things that that were that that uh, that somebody you know that you that whoever was looking into that to begin with should never be able to look at another death investigation again there are plenty of jobs out there where you can do a shitty job and it is not the end of the world it does not affect others and their quality of life and their futures but when you are in this important position of power it is your duty right to find justice yeah. you are serving the people yeah and and well because because cops get a bad rap right like about about yep. stuff right like like left it like left they don't right. get enough credit they don't get enough credit but people like this do not help that right because no. because no. like for and frankly for every one cop like this there are 10 cops who do the right thing left and right and it's not just one because the whole department continues right. yeah. to yeah, yeah. not accept blame and this is the problem this is where the bad reputation comes from when the good man's club covers each other. Like it's time to just be accountable as a police department, admit fault, open up the investigation like they have and change the ruling. You go to court. Maybe they're the ones that need to go to, maybe they're the right ones to go to court and fight this and say like we messed up. Yeah. Well, they it, certainly would be right because because the medical examiner rules it a, a, a homicide or suicide, and that's that's really yep. where we're at here. Um, because but the but the police department is is actually the agency who is constrained by that, right? Because if you because mm-hmm. you can't really do much like like to, to, going forward on a suicide investigation, right? Like mm-hmm. what are you going to investigate a suicide for? Like you're not finding anyone accountable, and so like they really they are the ones who who should be bringing this lawsuit. I mean, they're the ones withstanding. Yes, that is what a good police department does. That's what people in power should be empowered to do. Well, I'll say again, if you know anything about Ellen Greenberg's death, call the Chester County District Attorney's Office. And that number, once again, is 610-344-6801. Um, and in the meantime, Kelly, we're just going to have to wait and see how the rest of this thing plays out because we will, I feel confident we'll get an answer definitively, whether we like it or not, um, relatively soon. I don't really know how soon, but like, you know, whether they decide to take the case or not is going to be an answer, right? Because otherwise we're, if that's the case, we're here, we're where we're at right now. Um, and if they take the case, then that's going to be something else. So everyone, again, I've said this before, but I'll say it again to like, like you know, turn on your notifications um, for the for this podcast because we will hop into your into your feeds um, as soon as we know more information. So that way we can tell you guys exactly what we what ha- what is happening in this case as soon as we know it. Um, because I want to know as soon as much as quickly as possible. I know Kelly wants to know as quickly as possible. I know you all want to know as quickly as possible. Um, and we're gonna do our best to to try to do that for y'all. So 
Yeah, I'll be waiting impatiently to get <laughs> back on this podcast and give you guys an update. Fair. Yeah. Well, um, thank you again so much for coming on, Kelly, um, for this update episode. Um, and thank everyone so much for listening again. Um, and we will just have to see you all um, on Wine Wednesday um, for your next regularly scheduled episode of Crime Over Wine. Proud member of the Podnougan Network.